This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello, and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Tuesday, July 5th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew Dewaskin. Matt, how you doing? Uh, feeling independent. Yeah? Yeah? We're doing our weird recording schedule where we had our, our 4th of July Monday episode. We recorded on Sunday a day early uh, in preparation for the holiday because we want to do a show on the holiday. And now it's actually the morning of the 4th, but we want to record for the 5th so that we can add a show for that. So uh, I, I said yesterday that that show was going to be quick, and it, and it wasn't particularly, it wasn't long, but we might actually do a quick show today because it is our holiday and, and we have things going on. But we're still getting an episode out. So, uh, Matt, happy 4th of July to you. Uh, 4th of July to, to you. you. Yeah, uh, and you listeners, uh, in the future, I hope your 4th of July was fun, uh, you know, because it's Tuesday and you're listening to this then. And it was from yesterday. So there's some weird time stuff going on. It'll smooth out uh, starting, you know, later this week. But right now we're recording early, which also means when things change, picture changes or whatever happen and and we sound like we're crazy, like we don't know what we're talking about. It's because we recorded uh, in the past. So sorry about that. Uh, confirm your schedules before you make these picks that we recorded to uh, the void. Um, Matt, do you have any banter before we, we jump into uh, these picks? Well, I don't know if you know. I don't know if you know this, but but the big change is coming for the Reds. I did not know this. What's going on? They're they're about to get a lot better. Okay, why is that? They fired their pitching coach. <laughs> all problem solved. Yep. All, all set. Right. Uh, yep. I saw a tweet. They're trying. They're on pace to set the record for homers allowed in a season, which is I know they're bad, but that's hard to do. Like that's a that's quite the record. So yeah. Pitch and coach change. I mean, we we know that it's not that guy's fault, but also somebody has to go. It's like a PR thing, right? I guess I don't. I mean, unless he was like you know, I don't know, you know, you know, peeing on scouting reports. I don't. I don't know why you would do that. But... Right. I, I I think that kind of stuff is usually PR stuff. Got to do something. And well, either, yeah. either way, for DFS, it's, it's going to have a huge impact. I'm certain because firing yeah. a pitching coach is always the answer. Other no than more, firing Greg Walker, which is the answer. No more picking against the Reds, apparently, because nope. they have installed just, a new if you pitching have, coach. If you have, yeah, if you have any, any hitters playing against the Reds, just scratch them off, because the Reds are just going to be that much better with a new pitching coach. Yeah. Um, I have one thing that's not DFS-related, it's baseball-related. Um, it's, it's drama. It was happening on Twitter on okay, Sunday I, night. I know what you're talking uh, about. Go ahead. Did you follow this uh, Zach Campbell stuff? I did. I, you know me, I don't usually get involved in the, the drama stuff. I, I had one tweet, I said I have an unsolicited two cents. Um, the cliff notes of it is Zach Campbell is this fellow who is known for catching lots of balls at baseball stadiums. He has actually a pretty impressive knack for it. Uh, I don't know how that becomes a skill, I think he sells a book about it. Uh, he, he has thousands of them, he caught A-Rod's 3,000th hit. Um, that's neat, but by all regards, he's not a very popular guy to be around, to put it diplomatically. Uh, very self-promoting, uh, not a, not a popular guy. Kind I, of a jerk, I suppose, is the words I would use right. on this podcast. Does that sound right? I suppose. I don't, I just, this is one of those things that I kind of can't believe is a thing. I mean. He, he's long-standing, had a reputation and not, not being the coolest. Um. No. 
anyway, uh, on that Sunday they had the really cool guy. game at uh, Fort Bragg where the, the Marlins played the, the Braves. Um, for the first time, a, a major league game was on a military base. That was great. And the game was only for uh, military to attend. You had to have a military ID to go. Um, and it was a big base, and it was sold out, um, which is really cool. And he posted a tweet, uh, a photo of, look at this ball I got at this game. Uh, Martin Prado threw it to me. I'm so happy to get it, the ball at this game. And everybody flipped out because, one, he's not military, so he's not supposed to be there. So he, and especially when it's sold out, he took uh, a spot of capacity. Two, took a ball, which, so not only did he take a seat from somebody, but he took a ball from, you know, somebody in the military that would have ended up with it. And uh, three, to me, the biggest sin, uh, tweeted about it, did something real dumb, and then tried to brag about it. Uh, Just like, to you, that's the biggest sin. I, it's, it's just real dumb. It's just real dumb to not only, like, do something pretty dumb and then try and brag about it. Uh, and then everyone, of course, piled on him. And that was the Twitter drama, was everybody just uh, getting real mad at him. The 82nd Airborne Division on Twitter, their actual account, told him to delete his account, which I think is the, like, Twitter version of telling someone to go shove it, basically. Mm. Uh, which was amazing. That was the best tweet, was their actual official account. Uh, retweeted him and just said delete your account and i'm like man the military is on the record for not being a fan of you being there um yeah so i don't know the, it, it was it was kind of you don't see twitter so on the same side that often but everybody was pretty uh against him uh yeah i don't know you you found yourself a little more uh indifferent um no i th- i i don't care for the gentleman um mm-hmm. I, th- I think any hate he hate he gets, he probably deserves. Because I don't, I don't think it, you know. A, I, I don't, I, I don't. I think you know, getting a baseball is like you know, like the cool is you know, like kind of cool for like you know, like a kid or whatever. I don't think an adult should be doing it. Yeah, you know, not I, I don't thousands think of an times. adult that brings a, a glove to a game, like yeah, I don't. That makes zero sense to me. I mean, I'm I'm too busy like you know, either social socializing, eating drinking or yeah you know just generally enjoying the game to right. you know feel the desire to bring a glove to a game i don't i don't particularly get it i'm not a big fan of this Zach Campbell character and i don't endorse his book either yeah <laughs> this is not an endorsement it's no. just a, just if anything it's the opposite not by his book um yeah uh well and then about this Fort Bragg thing everyone was like how would you get a ticket you're not supposed to be there and all this uh stuff surfaced from a month ago when he was like posting tweets or even like posting on Facebook and like Tinder talking about how he would pay $1000 to anybody that would take him as his guest to this game um so he clearly bought his way in you know and then he tried to make some excuses like no a buddy had a spare ticket and everyone's like yeah what about these screenshots of you saying you're buying a spot I don't know. It seems slippery and not great. Also, Marlins man got in on the drama. Yeah, Marlins, Marlins man, man infamously. I think I think you you know you've irritated the populace. Marlins man is tweeting at you. It was great. Uh, Marlins man got really high and mighty about it, and <laughs> it was actually really righteous. And everybody was like, "Yeah, Marlins man." Oh, anyway, Marlins. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I felt the need to to bring it up. I don't think we have any scorching opinions on it or anything, other than that I thought the worst thing was that he tweeted about it. Um, I'm all right. To hear from this guy at U.S. Cellular Field. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Uh, Tuesday. What's up? 
You know about that guy, right? Wait, who? Eminem's guy from U.S. Cellular. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I've seen that guy with the, the jacket, right? It started in 2005, yeah. Is he still it. there? Yes, with the same jacket. Oh, my goodness. I The lesser popular version, basically. Uh, it's, it's Marlon's man, but a, a little more underground. I think he's just like some like wealthy Chicago businessman who has tickets to everything and just shows up in this big goofy jacket that he has. The M&M's jacket. I, it's funny because I do immediately know what you're talking about. It's a yes. big giant M&M's jacket. And he sits like right behind home plate. It's, you know, good for him. That's, yeah, Chicago's version of Marlon's man. That's pretty good. Um, all right. Tuesday, uh, we're actually going to talk about uh, DFS picks. Um, we're gonna we're gonna run through it. Just pick our favorites because it's a huge slate. There's a lot of places to go. You won't have trouble finding options. Uh, so we want to pick the ones that stick out to us. Speaking of the Reds, they're playing a morning game or a day game with Chicago, um, and uh, that doesn't fit our DFS slate. So if you want to pick Cubs against Brandon Finnegan and the Reds, think twice, sarcastically uh, about them and their new pitching coach. But Matt. Um, if we are picking, uh, from the rest of the slate, uh, starting at catcher, what are the highlights for you? Who are your favorite picks behind the plate? Okay. Starting at catcher, I think the, the obvious, the obvious pick to me is Wellington Castillo versus Christian Friedrich. I love Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yes. Righty on lefty, and it's a lefty that struggles with righties. So, uh-huh. there you go. We predicted uh, Christian Friedrich to not keep it up and... Oh my! Yeah. I mean, we're not geniuses for that by any means. It was pretty obvious. But, yeah, he's derailing. He's a bad lefty. Go nuts with uh, Castillo. Yeah. Uh, next up, I worked on Buster Posey versus Tyler Chatwood. Uh, sure. Yeah, you can do that. Well, I'm sure I think we'll be talking about Chatwood a little bit, but it's hard to not pick him. Well, you might. I won't be. No? We'll, no? we'll get there. You want to pick against Chatwood, I think that's totally fine, especially with Buster Posey. So. Okay. Uh, next up, uh, Salvi Perez versus Ari Dickey. Yeah, that was my second favorite pick, actually. Mm. Yeah, oh, okay. you've convinced me how much he's crushing righties. It's it's righty and righty, and you know, Dickie the knuckleballer, he's a, quite a bit worse against lefties, but he's not good against righties, so mm-hmm. kind of you know makes sense to me. But then Kurt Suzuki versus Sean Mania. Sure, I'm totally fine with that. Honestly, righty and lefty action going, you know, there for you. And lastly, uh, Christianetta versus Dallas Keuchel again, uh, righty and lefty, kind of where you want to be. I wrote that. I like that. That was my last catcher name. Um, Keuchel's been bad enough. We can pick against him, which sucks, but it's true. And uh, Ian Eddie, Ian Eddie's lefties. I also wrote uh, Mike Zunino. Mike Zunino is back in the major leagues. They called him up, and he had a monster game coming back. I think he had two homers. Uh, he's back. He had been raking at AAA. He's a, a former like top three pick. Like, the Dude is still young. I'm not sure I'll ever draw a walk, but uh, dude can hit. So he's back, and I don't know for sure that he's going to do great in the majors, but keep an eye on him, because if he gets in the game, he's also right-handed. Uh, I don't know that he's going to take the job from Ianetta, but he definitely got a good start to it. So um, if he's in against Keiko instead of Ianetta, I'm going to consider that too. I'm going to keep our eyes on him. So um, Those were the catchers I had too. You stole mine. So uh, I, I agree on the highlights, especially uh, Castillo is probably my favorite of the day. Um, how about first base, Matt? Always plenty of options to go. Uh, who, who are your favorite at first base? Uh, first base. I'm starting with your friend and life coach, Chris Carter versus Gio Gonzalez. Yeah, why not? Absolutely. That's righty on lefty. Righty on lefty, and Gio not been great against righties this year. Chris Carter mm-hmm. like hit home runs off lefties. You know, like, mm-hmm. that's essentially what you're what you're rooting for there. Yep, I'm into that. Yep. Next up, Eric Hosmer versus Ari Dickey. Uh, sure. Why not? <laughs> Eric Hosmer's awesome, and I right. whatever. 
Yeah. Uh, next up, David Ortiz versus AJ Griffin. Absolutely. Hey, do you have a bunch of Red Sox today? I have a few, yeah. Lefties mostly. Yeah. AJ Griffin has a 2.93 ERA, but I don't know how much I buy that, do you? Pretty small sample size if you actually look at it. Yeah. Like four uh, starts, I think. Good for him being. No, he started more than that. Uh, he was hurt for a little bit, and then he came back. Good for him for being good and being back in baseball. That said, I'm I'm ready to pick Red Sox against him. Mm, agreed. Yeah. Uh, next up, I wrote down Cards first baseman versus Jamison Tyon. Okay. Whether it's Brandon Moss or Matt Adams or whatever. No, they're, again, they're essentially the same guy. I, I'm. I kind of wish we could like you know merge them because they're yeah. just so similar. Sure. And they're they're both. Uh, they're both lefties who womp on righties. Tyon mm-hmm. has not been great against lefties so far in his young career. You know, if that continues, you know, it remains to be seen. But I kind of like the matchup for the Cards first baseman against James Tyon. Yep, I'm into that. I have Deho Lee versus Dallas Keuchel. Yes, yes, yes. My friend I, might I, vote. He, I'm not sure he's like a sneaky pick anymore. He might just be awesome. I think he might just be, yeah, he might just be good. Although, sad news for Korea. Uh, yeah. Young Ho Park got whacked. Yeah, he got sent down, and I don't think that's terrible, honestly. I think that he could, you know, uh, he could get better from that. I think that it's better than toiling in the major leagues, you know. He'll be back. I suppose. He has the power. He'll be back. Lastly, probably my favorite pick of the day, Paul Goldschmidt versus Christian Friedrich. Yes. Uh, Put an exclamation point on that one. With stars around it, as you say? Uh, Yes. Yeah. Um, No, I like that. He crushes lefties. That's not a good lefty. Uh... Yeah, I had uh, only ones I had that you didn't have that uh, that I'm really into is uh, pick a Blue Jays uh, lefty or not even a lefty. Sorry, pick a Blue Jays first baseman. So um, it'd be Justin Smoke who's a switch hitter, which would make him left-handed against Chris Young um, or Edwin getting Chris Young. Both of them. Chris Young, as as I've declared him, is a homer machine, but in the bad way. Um, I'm all over a Blue Jays stack against Chris Young. I think that's going to be a okay. His ERA is six two four. He's given up, uh, let's look real quick. Uh, the number is, he's given up 22 homers already in uh, 12 starts, 14 games. That's real hard to do. Uh, so, yeah. Um, he, he's working on his own record, uh, like the Reds. So, if you, 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 I don't know, I'm all over Blue Jays, including uh, Justin Smoker, Edwin Encarnacion, depending on how the uh, budget fits your slate. Um, so plenty of options at first base. Um, on the second base, I wrote four of my favorites. Uh, I started with Dustin Pedroia getting AJ Griffin. I like him more than you, but he's hitting righties this year and he's healthy. And he bats, most importantly, uh, uh, near the top of that lineup, mm-hmm. um, which which means getting involved there. If you believe in that stack, and I do, I think they'll do well. I wrote uh, Jason Kipnis getting Jordan Zimmerman. I'm just kind of into the Indians now because they've been so hot. Um, and Jordan Zimmerman's very okay. I it just doesn't strike anybody out. Yeah, Ray's all the way up to three nine five after his really hot start. Um, so it's not a garbage pitcher that we're exploiting by any means. But I think Jason Kipnis can do fine there, don't you? I, I I didn't write it, but I don't necessarily hate it. Yeah, it's not exciting. How about a much more uh, thrilling uh, Dozier getting Sean Manaya? You okay with that? Yeah, I am. Yeah, that's righty on lefty. That's what Dozier likes to do. Um, Sean Manaya has not put it together in the majors yet, so uh, we could see some some twins righties, including him and Kurt Suzuki, and more we'll get to doing things there. Um, and then finally, I have uh, Starling Castro getting your boy Carlos Rodon. Are you picking uh, Yankees guys against Rodon at all, or do you kind of like this matchup for him? I'm picking. I had one Yankee I wrote down that I'm interested in. 
Yeah. Um, I wrote I wrote Castro just at second base. He, he can hit lefties pretty okay. I don't know if he's going to draw any walks against Rodon or anything, but uh, if you want Castro, it's, it's against a lefty. Um, so not a ton of exciting second base options for me. Um, were there any you had that, that you like more than the ones I mentioned? You have Neil Walker versus William Chen. Uh, I'm totally fine with that. He actually hits lefties really well this year. Does that, actually that's, that's a good one. I, I that is better than the ones I said. Good What's call. That? I said that is better than the ones I said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Andres Blanco versus Mike Poltonevich. You and Andres Blanco. I I almost wrote it down just because <laughs> I knew you would like it, and then I'm like, Matt'll mention it. I'll let yeah, Matt say it. You can pretty much rely on me to to make that mention. Yes. I like Andres Blanco. Gets Fultonevich, um, and you know his weakness. He has the platoon weakness, so that could be a thing there for sure. Um, how about third base? I I wrote down five names. There's plenty of options. I have um, five as well, and I think right. we might have the exact same names. We we had to pare it down, so let's check. Um, so you have Josh Donaldson getting Chris Young. Yes, I love that pick. Yeah, again, Homer Homer Homer's allowed all over the place. Um, it's not the platoon advantage for Donaldson. It doesn't matter if you can afford this. He has a really good chance of uh, connecting on one, hitting it out. Um, I wrote Miguel Sano getting Sean Manaya. Do you have that? Uh, yes, I do. He's Wait, been playing third I'll base. Stop. I have him in the outfield, jerk. Oh yeah. Sorry, he's he's been playing third base. Uh, that Twins lineup is just uh, lineup dice is is the old meme, the old mm-hmm. joke, the dusty lineup dice, and it sounds like it's going on in Minnesota a little bit too. Um, but he's been playing some third base wherever he fits though. Uh, he crushes lefties pretty well. I like that just fine. Um, Danny Valencia getting Tommy Malone, absolutely. Yes, love that one. That's one, another one of my favorites. Yes, uh, won't be crazy expensive, but uh, can hit lefties real well. So we like Danny Valencia. Um, I wrote Martin Prado against your boy Steven Matz. Are you as worried about uh, Steven Matz as you are or anybody else in that Mets pitching staff? I don't like the idea of pitching with bone chips. Yeah, when you're going, no, I'm fine. It's it's okay, guys. And it's like, uh, uh, I, mean, I would probably be telling him to sit down. Yeah, uh, well, the Mets are in it, but yeah, absolutely. Um, so Martin Prado likes to hit lefties. He's not thrilling, but he just keeps hitting, and he keeps hitting lefties, so... Uh, there, there's not a huge ceiling. I'm not ever expecting a two-homer game, but uh, could definitely score some points there. And not many people are going to pick him against uh, Steven Matt, so so I'm going to consider that. Mm-hmm. Um, my last third baseman was Evan Longoria getting Tim Linscom, who we tried to mention for Monday, and then he got bumped today, but still into that. Are you, yep. you okay with that, I assume? I am. Okay. Who'd you have a third base I did not mention? Uh, Matt Carpenter versus Jameson Tyone. Okay, sure. Matt Carpenter, wherever he decides to play. Pretty much. Um, I was written, I, I've just come to think of him as a third baseman, but yeah, you, you can spot him in a few places, I think. Yeah, uh, sometimes second base, but yeah, I, I like that. I, I was going to write him down, and I realized I'll just write him down almost every day. <laughs> it's it's not a it's not an exceptional day for him, but every day he's an option just about. He can hit Tyone just fine. And lastly, I have uh, Travis Shaw versus AJ Griffin. Sure. Um, he's been so cold, but I believe in the matchup and, and more importantly, the stack that I think there'll be people on base form and whatnot, that uh, I'm fine with most Red Sox on, on Tuesday for sure. On to shortstop. I wrote four, na- four names, pardon me. How many shortstops did you have? I had seven, but I pared it down to five. Yeah. Well, let's go with the highlights here. Um, my favorite, uh, Jonathan Villar gets Gio Gonzalez. You all in there? Hey, um... Yeah, it's like Lideho, he's not sneaky anymore. He's just playing good. Just just trust him, uh, especially against a lefty. I think he's going to be pretty okay there. 
I wrote Marcus Simeon getting Tom, uh, Tommy Malone. You wrote him at Church. Okay, yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, uh, he has a bunch of homers for a shortstop. It's uh, yeah, he's he's been running into them, um, especially against lefties. I, I'm all in on Simeon against lefties. Um, I have Corey Seager getting Chris Tillman. It's not sneaky. Uh, talk about a guy who also has just playing become a trustworthy everyday guy. You okay with Seager getting Tillman? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. And then I, my last one is Brad, quote, Bad Miller getting uh, Tim Lindsay come. Uh, the ceiling's not huge, but I think if the Rays put on runs against him, he could be a part of that. Don't you? Okay. Alright. Yeah, he's he's fine most days he doesn't get a lefty. Uh and Tim Linscom of course right handed, so that's totally fine. Um who drove a shortstop I didn't mention? Uh Eduardo Nunez, Sherman Iowa. Uh yep, I missed that one. I keep I keep missing those uh those twins Eduardos. Yeah. But yeah. And the, and the switch hitter versus the bad or the not the, the lefty who struggles against right handed. I can't yeah. I've never heard and, of the bad lefty. Yeah, and and he likes uh he likes hitting lefties, so that'll be good. Unless if Carlos Craig and Taiwan Walker. I'm fine with that. I, I, I can't. I don't have an argument against it. It's not juicy, but uh, it should be just fine. You would think. It, you're just hoping for a bad Taiwan Walker start there, and those happen. He's not like Kyle Gibson, Jekyll and Hyde, but uh, he's uh, he has his bad <laughs> outings. That's for sure. Fair enough. So, and Carlos Correa has turned it on, and figured it out. So, um, okay, on to the outfield. There's a million options for both of us. Uh, Matt, who are your favorites in the outfield? Favorites in the outfield. Okay, I got yeah. Let's see. Uh, Bryce Harper versus Zach Davies. Sure. Uh, our boy, Zach Davies. I like the Phillies outfield. Le- Phillies lefties in particular versus Mike fulton I'm talking yeah. there and my guy, Ashy Cody. Yeah, now we're picking Cody Ashy. They're putting him in the heart of the order, too, now that he's back. Of course, but... Yeah, I I wrote it down. You it only took one show. You bring it up for me to be like that is a good one. Uh, and Mike Fultonevich struggles with lefties so far. That yeah, absolutely. I like the uh, Oakland righties against Tommy Malone in particular, yep. Chris Davis and Jake Smolinski. Okay, good. sneaky pick. Nobody's gonna take yeah. Smolinski, and that's wrong because you can hit lefties. Yes, you can. It's like the one thing you can do, and he's found a job in Oakland doing it. Yeah, I like that a lot. I think they're going to... I like the A's against lefties much more than righties, and those guys that nobody picks because they only play in that situation. That's a good one. I like that. I like the, the Blue Jays lefties versus Chris, B, or Chris Young. Yeah, Michael Saunders and Ezekiel Carrera. I, I like both. Ezekiel Carrera leading off, Michael Saunders hitting, you know, around 5th, 6th in the order. Yeah, uh, Ezekiel Carrera... Journeyman career doing well in in Toronto right now, so you know you can take that hot hand if he's leading off in that matchup. Why not? I, I'm into that. I, I like that whole stack, so that's a good place for him. Sure. I worked on the Mariners righties versus Dallas Keuchel, in particular Nelson Cruz and uh, Franklin Gutierrez. Yeah, absolutely. I'm all in there too. Uh, Jonas Cespedes versus Wei and Chen. Yes, he gets a lefty. I'm excited about that. Yeah, me too. Um. Mike Trout versus Jake Odorizzi? Sure, why not? Righty on righty, but Odorizzi has not been great against righties. Actually, he's been much worse against righties than he has against left-handers, oddly enough. Mm-hmm. It's a good matchup for him. Yeah, it's pretty good. For, for Mike Trout. I reckon Carlos Beltran versus Carlos Rodon. Okay, yeah. When he, when he gets in and he gets lefties, he's been doing pretty darn well. And, cause it, and also, you know, A-Rod's been benched, so we don't have to worry about Beltran having to play the field. Yeah. They're they're deciding to use him and Aaron Hicks a little bit more. 
my friend and life coach, Robbie Grossman versus Sean Manaya. Yep, have that. And I think Yasmani Tomas versus Christian Friedrich is probably the last one I'm, like, excited about. Uh, I love that, too. He just crushes lefties so bad. They're, they're definitely D-backs righties that, that are really interesting there. So, yeah. Uh, I like those. I like all those. The only ones I had you didn't mention were pretty on the same page. Mookie Betts and Jackie Bradley Jr. against A.J. Griffin. Any Red Sox outfielders you like, I'm just in on the Red Sox stack, and, and they're both talented enough to, to do pretty well for you. Ian Desmond uh, getting David Price. I mean, it's hard to pick against David Price, but Ian Desmond just crushing lefties this year. Uh, so OPS over 1,000, I think. So there's a situation where he could do okay and also won't be that popular because he gets David Price. But uh, I think you can consider that. The, there's not a lot of other Rangers we, we like, but I like him as an option there. Um, and Marcelo Zuna getting Steven Matz uh, again. Uh, bone chip Steven Matz and Marcelo Zuna just also crushing lefties this year. It's a good place to go. Um, I'm going to mention the guys you mentioned on Monday, and then and then we had the, the bump of my day. Oswaldo Arcia and Corey Dickerson get Tim Lincecum. We were okay with it on Monday, and then he got bumped, and now we're okay with it on Tuesday. Um, and then uh, that actually might be it. That's it for me, other than uh, you stole all my picks in, in oh. a good way. All right. Yeah. Nah, on the same page. It's good. Plenty of options for Tuesday in the outfield. And then uh, we got to pick some pitchers. Figure out what to do on the other side. So, Steven Matz getting Miami. No way. Not with bone chips. Not a fan. No. Yeah. Just staying away. It's just not worth the risk, especially in such a huge slate where there's other places to go. Agreed. Could he have a fine game? Absolutely. But not you or me picking him. Um, Carlos Carrasco getting the Tigers. He's, is he borderline ace now? You'll take him anywhere? Carlos yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I'm okay with him getting the, getting the Tigers. He's been great. Uh, go ahead. Um, David Price getting Texas, even though he has to avoid Ian Desmond. You okay with him, too? I don't love it, honestly, but I don't want to bet against it. Yeah. Uh, it's not a slam dunk for me by any means, but if you want to go with David Price, I don't think you're crazy. How about our boy Zach Davies going to Washington? Boy Zach Davies going... I'm okay with it, just because I don't think Washington is really that scary, but he's got to watch mm. out for Harper and Murphy. That's about it. Yeah. He's cooled off a little bit lately, but still a pretty okay pitcher. Um, yeah, it's it's not a great matchup, but but I think he would be okay there. It's a it's a mid range option. Uh, how about Wei and Chen going to the Mets? As long as he cannot get beat up by Walker and Cespedes, do you like that at all? Not really, no. No, okay. Um, how about I'm just gonna keep you know pitching pitchers here. Tell okay. which one you like. Uh, how about Jacob Rizzi getting the Angels if he can avoid Mike Trout? I suppose. This is ERA's okay. He's definitely not been great, but he's been okay, and he gets strikeouts. So I think that's a mid-range option as well. Carlos Rodon getting the Yankees. How about that? Because we did not pick many Yankees. Again, okay with it, but I'm, I'm just concerned if he goes out there and, you know, walks the ballpark. You know, what, He can that? do that. He, he's he's a volatile pitcher. I, he's not a DFS stud, but he has good outings in him, and he has strikeouts. And those strikeouts at least give him a, a point base. Uh, hard for him to give you a zero. Um, and he, he's been going uh, five, six innings almost every time out. So I think that's an okay matchup for him. Um, I went on the flip side, Masahiro Tanaka getting the White Sox. I'm great with that. Love that for him. You're picking anybody against the White Sox. You're fine yeah. with that. He doesn't have the same ceiling he used to have. It'll be okay. Um, I wrote Taiwan Walker getting the Astros um, only because he does have his good outings in them, in him. And uh, they... Uh, they whiff enough that there's a ceiling in picking against them, I feel like. So uh, that's volatile. That could go badly, uh, but I but I like it um, as an option. 
Um, Chris Tillman getting the Dodgers. You thinking about that? Honestly, I would because if the Dodgers are so beaten up that I don't know who they're really going to be. Yeah, we picked what, Corey Seager, Jock Peterson. There's not a ton. Yeah, um, well, Jack and, Peterson and it's yell. Oh well, then not even him then. Yeah, and it's he gets the NL park, so he's not dealing with a DH, which he's used to. I don't know. I think this could be totally fine for Chris Tillman in LA. And then the last one, so Bumgarner gets the Rockies on the road. It's fine. It's Bumgarner. The Rockies are on the road. There's if you want to pay for an ace, I have no problem with with going with Bumgarner at all. Mm-hmm. But Tyler Chatwood, uh, why? What are you scared of here? Because we've talked about him before. His crazy home road splits have stuck. I've stuck because he's made seven starts on the road this year, and he's allowed a 490 OPS to batters, which is nutty. Um, it's a 125 ERA on the road, and the Giants are just pretty banged up right now. Uh, they're not a scary offense. It's a great, great park to pitch in. He's been awesome on the road. He's 40% owned, which is crazy for a Rockies pitcher, I feel like. I'm definitely considering Chatwood in San Francisco. Uh, what are you what are you shying away from here? Is it because they're really left-handed? Is it because actually no the the lefty thing doesn't scare me at all. Okay, well what do you what are you thinking here? No, I, I actually kind of I, I agree with you. I kind of like this for Chatwood. Um, oh, okay, he's been really good against lefty this year, and, and the Giants are super left-handed. Um, yeah, they're really left-handed. They're really banged up. Um, and yeah, he just seems to have really really strong home road splits, and it's the one team that where you'd really be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like, I don't think you fluke your way into home road splits when it comes to being a Rocky. I think that there's an explanation there. Something's going on, sure. uh, especially for a pitcher. So, yeah. uh, uh, I, Dylan, of the six home runs he's allowed this season, only one of them has come, get, come when facing a lefty. Yeah. Um, he's got a 25-8 strikeout-to-walk ratio and, you know, with about 150 plate appearances against lefties. So, yeah. I'm, he, I'm good with it. I, I don't really have an issue with how Chatwood here. It's Buster Posey and Trevor Brown. Those are the only fellas you're worried about, basically. Probably just Posey, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm in on Tyler Chatwood. Uh, Matt, did you have any pitchers on your list that I did not mention yes, in my rundown? Yes, I did. In fact, okay. I'm, I'm happy to, to, to bring this up. I kind of like Zach Godley getting the Padres. I, you know, I didn't write that on my regular pitcher list. I wrote it as a field of streams option. But I guess if I would consider him there, I would consider him in DFS, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you like about Zach Godley other than he gets the Padres? Uh, I think he's he's an, just an intriguing pitcher, really. Um, yeah. You know, he hasn't thrown very much this season, but for his career, you know, 40, 41 strikeouts and 46 innings, that kind of perks my ears up. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hasn't, you know, he's a, a little homer prone, but not ridiculously so. I, he's a big, strong righty from from Bamberg, South Carolina. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of intrigued by him, honestly. I, I'm not uh, sure how deep he's going to work in this, but I am, I am intrigued by the start. This is just playing wind hunting, right? You're you're picking a righty against the Padres and Christian Friedrich. I um, just, I think it's a bit more upside than just wind hunting. Ah, either way, it's an option. It's a cheap option, and I, I like those. Uh, I like those cheap options in in DFS, especially in GPPs. So, uh, yeah, I'm not as excited as you are, but I'm I'm giving the thumbs up on at least that uh, you know I would consider them. I think that's the thing. You go cheap, and then you get to go pick, uh, you know, Donaldson and and all these other uh, expensive guys. Uh, Goldschmidt. If you can do Goldschmidt and Donaldson and Zach Godley, like okay, like there's there's points to be had there for sure. Yeah. For sure. yeah. Any other pictures for you? Did you mention Tommy Malone? Uh, I didn't. Are you thinking about using Tommy Malone? It's pure win hunting, but yeah, I kind of like it. Just because the Twins can actually hit Sean Mania. Yes. And yeah, 
I'm, I'm not, really, you know, I, I mentioned a couple of these, but I'm not really that terrified by them. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give that to you. I don't like it as much as Zach Godley, uh, which might be damning. But uh, I think it's, again, I think wind hunting is a totally fine strategy. I think it's more fun than picking Madison Bumgarner and spending half your budget on aces, you know, um, who have a hard time returning on their investment. It's a lot easier for guys like Zach Godley and Tommy Malone to return on what they cost. So, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we got to pick some uh, Phil the Streams picks here. Zach Davies going to Washington is eligible. Wei Yin Chen getting the Mets is at 48%. Uh, Mike Leake getting the Pirates, whatever. Boring. Uh, you, possible he's going to have a fine game, but totally boring. Um, Zach Godley and Tyler Chatwood are both eligible. Uh, Tyler Chatwood up to 40%. I'm going Chatwood. Uh, we convinced each other. Are you, you with me there? I'm going Godley. You're going Godley. Uh, okay, I, I think that that's uh, totally viable as well. Uh, safe pick, for sure. Um, much safer than Chatwood, but uh, but not the same ceiling. But I like them both. Um, that should about do it for us. Matt, did you have anything else before we get out of here? No, not really. Just to, just right. everybody has a, you know, a safe and happy holiday. You know, head yeah. back to work on Tuesday. But they did. That it's Tuesday now and that you oh. did have a safe one. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. Matt and I are time warping around a little bit. We're going to get out of here and actually go enjoy our holiday in a fun and safe way. I, I have a lot more to do still. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Matt is on Twitter at MattD underscore DFS. I am on Twitter at HigginsFOS. We'll be back on Tuesday. No, on Wednesday. This will be on Tuesday. Yes. See, I'm mixed up too. We're, we're time warping around, but we're going to settle back in for the, for the second half of this week. Um, but yeah, for Matt, I'm Dylan. Uh, we'll talk to you then. Enjoy your holiday. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.